Once again, we say welcome aboard. It's good to be with you at this time. Brother Munn speaking. Our program here called A Fisherman's Five-Minute Look at the Book with you once again at this time from the book of Psalms, Psalm 107. Oh, one of my favorite passages of Scripture. Psalm 107, we read verse 23 and 24. We're talking about the men who go down to the sea in ships this week. Verse 23, they that go down to the sea in ships that do business in great waters. Thinking about the mariner. I mean, the, uh, the person who makes their living owner in the sea. Their business comes from the sea. It says, these see the works of the Lord and his wonders in the deep. There's something about being out on the ocean. There's something about just working around the ocean. There's something that our Savior, uh, I can't describe it. I don't know the affinity our Lord had for such. If you remember when he began his ministry, he went right to Galilee, walked the shores of the Sea of Galilee, and found four men, four commercial fishing men, men who went down to the sea in ships, men whose hands was in the sea every night, harvesting the food of heaven. Of these men, why? Something special about these? I don't think so. These men were just normal, hardworking men. In fact, they were called ignorant and unlearned men. But he, with these men, almost turned the world upside down. Our Savior, sometimes when he'd spend some time in prayer, he'd just get out and walk across the sea. These see the works of the Lord and his wonders in the deep. There's something about the ocean, something about the ocean that shows the design of the great God and our Savior, Jesus Christ, the great creator, by the way. Oh, you know, I'd be a fool to be an evolutionist, would I? You know, as far as evolution, they say that, you know, uh, everything that's alive today came from nothing. You know, we said, where did it come from? It just came from nothing. How does life exist today? It was just a miraculous through millions and millions of years of accidental explosions. And hey, <laughs> I would rather say that there is a creator. I would rather say of this creator, he is a great designer. And when I look at the sea, I tell you, the design of the sea is just just out of this world. There's some areas that I've been in in the world, and I've been almost around this globe. And look at some areas, and look at bodies of water that my eyes almost bugged out of my head. My, it was just a literal paradise, you know, just looking to the sea, not only just what was on top, but also what was under the sea. The men who go down to the sea in ships, these see the works of the Lord and his wonders in the deep. The Lord is the creator. The sea belongs to the Lord. It is his. Now, it says here in verse 25, it says, He commandeth and raiseth the stormy wind, which lifteth up the waves thereof. All right, what about the sea? We think about the sea and the storms of the sea. Now, how do you recognize a storm at sea? Well, you can see it, first of all, with the waves. What about the waves? If there is a storm, verse 26, they mount up to the heaven. They go down again to the depths. Their soul is melted because of trouble. Right, we think about the high seas. What does it represent? i tell you what it represented for me years ago. It represented trouble. I'll be honest with you, of the time that I spent out in the ocean, I'm a smooth weather sailor. And uh, sometimes the old captain would come and he said, boys, he said, I, I, you know, I'd rather tell you something else. But he says, this trip, it's going to be rough. He says, they're predicting east winds, maybe 15, 20, 30 knot winds throughout the week. And he said, fellas, it's going to be rough. We've gone out in situations and been out of the ocean where we would just toss to and fro. And it literally tested the ship. Just a time of trouble, you know. And you know what happens? It says their soul is melted because of trouble. We think about what 
those who have to work on the sea, literally when it's rough, it drains you emotionally. It's something about being tossed by the sea back and forth. Sometimes what God does is he shakes the sea and he makes the waves high. What does he do this for? Why does he bring the trouble? We'll see tomorrow. Verse 28, it says, Then they cried unto the Lord in their trouble, and he bringeth them out of their distresses. We think about difficulty many times provokes prayer. You said, say that again, Brother Mono. All right. Difficulty. Times of difficulty in life. Times of trouble. Times when your life seems to be, I mean, to the port, to the starboard, just rocking back and forth. Times of trouble should provoke us. Then they cried unto the Lord in their trouble, and he bringeth them out of their distresses. Sometimes to provoke prayer, the Lord has to bring trouble. Until tomorrow, Fisher Munn saying goodbye.